Man, you're getting killed out there. <sighs> Tell me about it. I feel like Rocky after 15 rounds with Apollo Creed. Speaking of Rocky, did you know that Sylvester Stallone wrote the first draft of the movie in only three days? Did you know that Sylvester Stallone permanently flattened out his knuckles from punching the side of beef? What about Burgess Meredith? He had lived his line in the audition, which landed him the role of Mickey. Or that a destitute Sylvester Stallone turned down $350,000 because the studio didn't want him starring in it? Well, you can find this out and much, much more by listening to Rocky Minute, the fan podcast that covers the Rocky movies one minute at a time. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com. Now get back out there and knock this bum out. Okay. We are recording. I'm recording. Cool. Perfect. Perfect. After, what, half an hour of Scott Pilgrim talk? That's not what we're here for. <laughs> well, well, see, I can, I can kind of be at least, like, somewhat related uh, and talk to Brian about those, the rumored Harry Potter Lego <gasps> stuff that I've oh been hearing God. going around. Yes. Wait. Because I know you like Legos. Why well, I see you post that Legos. Have stuff. you not seen this yet, Brian? What? No. Do you not know the rumors? No. Oh. They got posted to the Harry Potter Minute group. I'm going to tag well, you okay. in the post right now. Oh. So even before that, there's rumors going around that they're going to have like a, like one wave of Harry Potter sets come out. There's supposed to be five sets, three of them Harry Potter related and two of them Fantastic Beasts related. Um, of the three of the Harry Potter ones, there's supposed to be a set... Of like a new Aragog thing and um, and another one that's not Hogwarts Castle, but it's like oh the Great Hall, like the Great Hall is a set, and um, another small set that I can't remember what it was, and then like a Fantastic Beast two sets that to have yet be determined. Only one of them has been rumored to be Newt's. Oh, I suitcase. That's right, with buildable. I did see and, this. I didn't read it too too much but yeah i did see this oh man i uh i want i want I a, a hogwarts castle an entire one like so bad oh, that'd be so great it would be like in a massive box like that ultimate collector series millennium falcon it'd be like this gigantic I, i'm into uh, it i'd pay i'd pay any amount of money for that like I'm like so I am staring at my impressive. I am staring at my Ghostbusters firehouse right behind my laptop though. So my my husband is so jealous that you have that because I I keep telling him that I'm like no we're not getting that and he's like but I really want it and I'm like we're not getting it but like I I I, I don't know maybe eventually we will but um <laughs> of course you will he has like the biggest biggest set we have sitting around is probably my Ultimate Collector Series Slave One mm-hmm. and I have the Sea Cow from the Lego Movie <laughs> Sea Cow oh. The, the the giant the big the big giant ship, yeah. I've only seen Lego Movie. Oh, I love that movie. The two times I saw it in theaters. Oh no, I've seen it so many times. I know you have. I mean, look, my husband has Lego Movie started. I think people were talking about doing Lego Movie Minute. Right. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I love but, Lego like those movie. minifigures makes me even more excited because did you saw see the rumored list? There's like the Dursleys mm-hmm. and Lillian James. Nice. Which is like they've never made figures of those people before. Mm-hmm. Like not even it. before. Yeah. When the Harry Potter sets were out. Yeah. I don't have any. I don't own any Legos. Period. I just well, realized sad. right now. I know. Sad. I need all the Harry Potter ones. I used to have a ton of them as a kid, but they were just not my. Well, one of the there's like this there's a thing that Lego does called Lego Ideas, or I think it's called something else now, but you can make a fan made thing and then if it gets so many supporters then it can go up the review and possibly Lego will make it into a real thing. That's how the nice. DeLorean and got made. 
which yeah, which is how the DeLorean got made and the Ecto one and That's cool. you know other things. One of the ones that keeps making the supporters but hasn't been made into a set yet is the scene from Ferris with yes! the <laughs> with the car and the trees. I have and the, seen and, that in the little house. I wish it was real. I wish I could buy it, make it. Like it keeps it keeps getting enough supporters, but like Lego won't hasn't committed. Won't commit. How dare for you? One Lego. reason or other. Let me have my Ferris. I would just think Ferris Bueller and Cameron Lego figures and Sloan would be like really cute. Oh my God! Yes, I want it. I want it. That's the wrong show too. <laughs> we should. Hey, I had it Harry Potter related. I know. And you You're brought right. it to Ferris. Hey, you brought it to Ferris. Oh, that's true. It's not okay, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> that's my fault. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. everybody to harry potter and the chamber of minutes i said that really fast i feel like an announcer at like a like a like a boxing ring welcome back everybody to harry potter and the chamber of minutes um <laughs> I'm, I'm gary roby i'm victoria Coe. and i went too far with that joke um um and we have a very special guest brian green with us again this week uh welcome back i, I thought you were gonna say welcome to the world of tomorrow Welcome <laughs> to the world. You know what? This time last year, I was like doing my Ferris. Uh, no, my uh, my Futurama <laughs> bin. And so lately on oh god, lately on on Facebook, it keeps showing every day in my memories. Like you watched this episode. It's the picture from the still that I used in my post, and it's it's amazing. It makes me very happy. We're we're like thirty seconds into this episode. We're already off topic. We're going to be off topic all week, I think. It's just how this goes. Uh, today, today we're talking about minute number 42, which starts with an incredulous Ron. Uh, and it ends with the foulest creatures known to wizard kind, according to, to Lockhart. Immediately, Ron looks at this list and goes, these questions are all about him. Yep. <laughs> which I... Think is ridiculous. It's like Gilderoy Lockhart and like bold as and everything else is in that like calligraphy. Yeah, it's like it's like the opening crawl to Star Wars where like only specific things that yeah. are important are in, in all caps, and it's just Gilderoy Lockhart. Just, yeah, he's the only <laughs> thing that's important. He knows exactly what he wants people to see on this page. His name, <laughs> over and over again. My favorite shot, I think, in this minute is about. Uh, like almost 20 seconds in, like right when he's about to start the quiz, he's got his hands on his hips and it's just him and you see the statue of the dragon. I'm sad you don't see the whole dragon above, but the statue of the dragon above him and he's like, you have 30 minutes, start now. Why does he wait? Why do they like start? Like they're like, like on, on the mark. Like on your mark. Get Get set. set. (laughs) Yeah. You have 30 minutes, start now and then everyone starts like scribbling on the he's page. treating it like a standardized test yeah 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 that's so true this is like sat oh. style stuff i'm it's sure so brian important. you know all about I, i'm tests. i'm sad now because i just remembered star test grow. is coming up this 
semester. Oh. Star test is the, the Texas standardized test, and it's just miserable and awful. I remember doing star. I was I I lived in Texas for a year. Did I tell you that? Did you? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we lived very close to each other in San Antonio. Yeah, or- I was gonna say when we yeah when when I added you on uh, Skype earlier, it says that you're from Live Oak, and I was gonna be like, oh my god, like I think that I lived in that like in that area. Yeah. Like, I worked at the subway in Live Oak. Oh. Like, on the freeway. Yeah, it's. That was a long time ago. God, that was like ten years ago, probably actually. Yeah, yeah, that was probably ten years ago. Our paths probably crossed at some point. I made you a sandwich. I was a sandwich uh, artist. <laughs> it was the best sandwich I ever had, Gary. You know? Perfect, yes! <laughs> you yes. are an artist. I, I've been meaning to tell you this. <laughs> I, uh, like with these last five podcasts, I just haven't had the courage to tell you. You are really, quite the artist. Really appreciate that, sir. Uh God, we're just yeah. This is gonna be the whole week. This is gonna be the whole week. It's just gonna be us not talking about the minutes we're talking about. There's not, there's not a whole lot in this minute, um, because they're doing this testing. He says they have thirty minutes, uh, to answer, I guess, presumably like approximately forty questions about Lockhart on this page that these kids have gotten fifty plus mm-hmm. in the book. I love the music. If I could like put Lockhart's theme under this entire week, I would <laughs> I don't think I could get away with that. But I think it might be my favorite... I might have said this already. This might be my favorite music cue in all of this movie. <laughs> it's just the... It's so whimsical. It's just the, like... Like, it's so... Uh, I don't know. There's something, like, bouncy about it that I really like. It gets stuck in my head for days. And it's it reminds like, me a bit of... John Williams' uh, Home Alone score. There Ooh. are a couple there are a couple bits in the, the Home Alone score that I think that remind me of this here. That's interesting because like that has that Chris Columbus connection too. That's fun. I need to go listen for that now. I think I've only seen Home Alone like a handful of times, guys. I'm sorry. Gary, we're very different people. I know. I know. <laughs> Apparently. Have we... you have you seen the second one? I doubt it. Oh my god. Uh, well, don't watch it now. <laughs> no. I will. I, I will take. I will take heed. It, it's not something that you can watch now, <laughs> no, unless I you have something. <laughs> I haven't seen it. He's got to uh, run in with. I, we don't even have to talk about this. Let's like we're not talking about Home Alone. Um, <laughs> my note just said the music with like a exclamation point, so I wanted to bring it up, but like I, God, like yeah, I think Lockhart's theme is my favorite character theme we've heard so far. And I don't know what it is. It's just something, there's something, there's something fun about it. Mm-hmm. I, it's so funny when I'm, I'm watching this scene here and when he's compliment, he compliments Hermione. Yes. On knowing a, a certain question and she just lights up and. It's so uh, it, cute. It, I've seen this look so many times on students' faces like you know when you when you do give that one student kudos and you know it just meant the world to them and i i'm not going to lie like it's a good teacher moment for lockhart at the very least even if it's very self-serving for him because it's about he's him. impressed that yeah he's he's impressed that she remembered this thing about him <laughs> it's still a good teacher moment because it you want to make sure you're doling out these kudos, you know, to these kids because you want to give them 
that little moment of like, oh, I did something right. Cool. Yeah. All right. And it's like, it's like especially important, I think, in this moment for Hermione because Hermione is usually the one who used to like raise her hand, like raises her hand, like seeks that kind of attention. And this is him just going through the papers and like recognizing that. That she has this knowledge, even if it is, like, self-serving for him, that, like, she's the one that, she's still getting that attention that she kind of, like, seeks without having to be, like, oh, oh, pick me, I know this, you know? Mm -hmm. It's, like, a different, it's the same recognition, but it comes from a different, like, a different kind of source, and it's just interesting. Like, I think it's, I think it's cute for her. She's, like, she's really, I don't know, just really adorable how, like, how she beams. In the book, he gives them, like, I think he gives Gryffindor 10 points because she knows. Like, he, like, really lays it on thick in the book. And he gives he gives her a wink in this one. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. He winks at her. That's, that's, you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't encourage the, this, a crush. <laughs> I know. No, especially one with no. this age gap. I know, right? No kidding. This is not. Oh, Lord. Not all right. It's okay for him to wink at himself, but he's winking at a 13-year-old. 12-year-old. 12? Yeah. A 12-year-old. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a little weird. Uh, and she just, oh, she's so bashful. Um, so, so he answers some of his questions. I wrote down the answers of, uh, of some of the questions that we had on his test. Uh, one of his questions, I believe, was what his favorite color is, which he answers in this minute is lilac. He praises Hermione for knowing that his secret ambition is to rid the world of evil and uh, and produce a line of hair care <laughs> potions. Like you do. Like you do. I was asking Victoria because it says hair care potions. Like, potions are supposed to be drank, right? Like, you drink this thing and it makes your hair shiny? Is it like... It didn't say. Is it, it just said hair care? It doesn't, no, doesn't he really says potions. Shiny. He says potions. No, I'm just saying. You're saying. Oh, okay. it made hair shiny. I'm like, hair it doesn't. He doesn't make it shiny. Maybe what does it do for it's your gonna hair? To make your hair grow. Oh. Hmm. So is it like Rogaine, but you drink it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ten bucks says Molly. Molly would buy that for. For Arthur. For Arthur. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's no. It's absolutely for male hair care. Oh yeah, because it's for all the women to buy their husbands and lovers and stuff. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Because the women, because the women will buy it. He knows his market, but buy it for their men. Oh yeah, I do. You, I have so. Do they wear? <laughs> do wizards wear cologne? Oh. And is there a like Lockhart scent? Oh my god. I I need him to make a a, a cologne commercial. Uh, lilac. What, what would it be called? Sandalwood, and because gotta be manly with sandalwood always. Yeah. And and maybe lavender to do like purple and blue, like his color thing. I don't know what you would call it, Brian. I heard you ask. I don't know. <laughs> Victoria's thinking. Oh, I, I see really, that I, face. I know. I'm like really thinking. <laughs> I feel like he's so self-serving that it would just, like, be his name. It would just be, like, Lockhart. Oh. Like, like, yeah. He would have yeah. one called Gilderoy and one called Lockhart. Are they for different occasions? Absolutely. Like, he's one at night. It's, okay. And this Lockhart. Day. Hey, Lockhart is the business guy. He, like, 
He's the bookseller. He's the one going to events. He's like the publicity guy. But when he's home, he's Gilderoy. <laughs> That's the nightlife one. Uh-huh. 100%. That's his, uh, what would you say, philandering? Phil- <laughs> yes, it's his philandering. His man, his, <laughs> it's uh, his memory charms at work. Oh Jesus! You have to make I it don't so like. Bad. I, I don't Always. like that at all. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think he needs to memory charm him. No, no. I think unfortunately, I think girls would like throw themselves. Like yeah, him. I'm. They're thirteen, but but Molly Weasley. Like, Molly yeah, Weasley. Though. Yeah, there were Brian other adult yesterday, women there. Brian yesterday was right store. when he said <laughs> Quidditch moms. Quidditch moms, yeah. Instead of soccer moms, Quidditch moms. I love that, by the I, way. I was really proud of that. Thank you no so much for that. I'm minute. sorry I didn't give it to the proper attention yesterday. I, I feel like you need like a special type of like hat for them to wear, like you know, because the soccer moms are always wearing like their ball caps. Uh-huh. Their ball caps with the ponytail sticking through the. They, t- they tie their robes around their waist. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, I love it so much. You know, sometimes I think we're sisters. <laughs> no. No. No, they don't. That's when Molly goes to like Ginny's oh games my and she gosh. plays for the, the, the harpies. Yeah. It's just like, no, who who thinks that? Like I I love it. <laughs> I love it. There's like little tiny I think if I want like post post Deathly Hollows Potter stuff, I want like really tiny snapshots. Like Nothing 30 too long. seconds, like Molly Weasley at one of her daughter's Quidditch games going, you know, they say that we're, they, they, people think that we're sisters. <laughs> like, I'm into that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I don't have much. Oh, actually, I have one more. I have one more. There was a question on the paper that I, or on the, on the page that we saw yesterday that I wrote down the answer for that's not brought up in this minute. And that is what Lockhart's ideal birthday gift is. Oh. His I and he says that his ideal birthday gift is would be harmony between the magical and the muggle worlds. Although he wouldn't say no to a bottle of old Ogden's fire whiskey. <laughs> All right. Peace. I mean, who who would say no to that? Yeah, right? that sounds yeah. amazing. Ogden's old fire whiskey? Yes, please. World peace between well i guess because he's a half-blood but that's still like that's like the supermodel answer it is <laughs> i mean that that's what he is though literally yes literally there is no substance to him at all <laughs> yeah he's order of merlin third class because he contributed to entertainment it's just not he's low in the totem pole yeah are there a lot of wizard celebrities like, I can only think of a couple. Right? Like, the singers. Celestina Warbeck. The Weird and Sisters. The, and then the Weird yeah. Sisters, yeah. The weird Sisters, that's a celebrity there. We see the Weird Sisters. All the Quidditch players. Quidditch players, yeah, are, are like, celebrities. Yeah, but like I, sports feel stars. Like, I feel like, like, celeb- like celebrity athletes are a, de- a different breed from, like, I mean, wizards don't have movie stars. That's interesting to me. Right? So the only people they have are authors, and Quidditch is, like, a big part of their yeah. of their life. What other kind of entertainment is there for wizard folk? Are there, like, do they have, like, fictional radio programs? Is there, like, a War of the Worlds for the wizards? That's almost a terrifying thought. 
Like, I feel what like it's just, scare- like, there's probably, like, a handful of music. Would would they be terrified of the same thing? Of, like, an aliens, of aliens coming down and... I don't know. Is there, like... They study the skies, but I don't know if there's, like, ever they believe a in extraterrestrials. <laughs> Do wizards, like... What's it like for a centaur looking up and reading the stars that sees, like, a satellite go by? Like, they oh. don't know what that is. Right? I have so many That's questions weird. about I the boundaries about that. between these worlds. I just did. Like, it was not something I've ever considered before. Hmm. Wow. Don't... Right? There's <laughs> no answers, guys. Why is this so complicated? You're making it complicated. Don't I think guess about so. it. Magic. I guess so. Okay, so my last <laughs> note is that the painting of the painting, painting a painting, is no longer moving. Like I uh, thought, Chris, moving... is it Chris Columbus? What? He wasn't doing. He yeah, wasn't paying attention. It should be moving. I f- it should still be painting. I yeah, I would assume that like moving portraits always move. Right. Or they leave because later on, like like later, in the yeah, week, see him it leave. would make more sense for the Lockhart that's painting this painting to not be in this scene, like or, to just be not in the yeah. painting anymore. Either painting the then picture for him to be or not standing be there. Still. I don't know. I think he'd be. I think he would be actively watching real Lockhart. Probably, which which, because he thinks he's fascinating. <laughs> that would be interesting. Could you imagine? Like, just he's just like. Maybe his arms are crossed or his hands are hips and he's just like observing like leaning, what the is it, one's I, doing. I think it's, there's like a stool there. He's like the, leaning on that stool. Yeah. No, oh. he's just like standing looking out. I mean, he's looking outward, but he's like looking at whoever's looking at the painting. He's not looking at anything in particular. I would... I kind of... I would put it... I think I would use this as my background on my laptop for like a week. What, the painting of the painting? The painting of the, the painting, 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 painting. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice that we get the three layers deep when he stands next to it. But I really, um, I kind of wish that this like Renaissance era Gilroy was painting another version of himself. <laughs> this is definitely like this is really whose idea was this? <laughs> like this isn't. This probably isn't like a script thing, and it's definitely not in the book. So this is so, someone is has this a bright Bob idea. Legato? Like the the. The guy who does the CGI stuff, who would have to, like, green screen the shot when the two of them wink at each other. Yeah. Is this our set designer, who we keep talking about, whose name I always forget, which makes it really sad? I don't know. I like this portrait, but it's just not. Whoever they are, they, they, they were not paid enough, because that is, one of, that is one of my favorite things in all of the Harry Potter movies. I I think I agree with you. This This portrait is exemplifies who Gilderoy Lockhart is. Yeah, just just the, that by itself. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, God, it's just, it's so good. It's so good. It's Gary, can like... we use some of the, pa- can we use some of the Patreon money to get me a, a, a portrait like this for my classroom? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be this large, like, life, well, life-size. Of, of Brian, Brian painting a, a portrait of Brian. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know who to commission for that. I'll, I'll find someone. You just, you, <laughs> I'm sure. You just I'm get. Sh- the, leave it you just me. get the money. I'll, I'll take care of it. <laughs> I, uh, it's a little tempting. It's a little tempting. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll accept it as my fee for appearing on your show. I'm, I'm a I, very busy man, Gary. I don't know if I <laughs> did. We say this on 
on the recording. Like, Brian, I'm pretty sure that you've now guested on more episodes of our stuff than anyone else. Did I say that yeah, yesterday? You, I think I did. Yeah, you did. Now that I said it, I think I did. Yeah, it made, I don't know, it just makes me really happy that we've had you around. Hey, I was uh, I was the one who pushed you into doing Harry Potter Minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, yes. Did, did, you, did you know this? Were you aware? When, um, when Cassandra and Norman announced that they were starting Lord of the Rings Minute on, like, the tail end of the last episode of Back to the Future Minute for season two, it was, like, two days after you and I had recorded the original pilot for Harry Potter Minute. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, now that you guys are announcing Lord of the Rings, it makes Harry Potter, like, a little less intimidating. And it was Scott, Cassandra, and Brian being like, oh my god, yes, do this. That's so, funny. like, yeah, you have a hand in making this happen. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad my my dirty fingerprints are all over it. <laughs> it's uh, uh, and I'll I'll be I'll be waiting for my portrait. Okay, we'll figure that. We'll figure. Uh huh. We'll figure that out. Like like Scott Pilgrim waiting for his package. Yes, he's already sitting in front of the door. Brains already. Yes. Right, I love that. You just like just. Are you waiting for the package you just ordered? <laughs> just like yes. Like you have a problem with that? It's just... <laughs> This crisscross on the floors. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I wish it worked that way. Well, it, I mean, <laughs> the package doesn't show up then, though. Knives shows up. Yeah. We are which we're so you keep, it with Scott. Pilgrim. I know we did half an hour of Scott Pilgrim before we started, and we're still talking about Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Apologies to Monica and her daughter. Oh, she'll she'll be so delighted to know. <laughs> uh, we're still off topic. I think. Was that every? I think that might have been in everything. There's like a little teeny tiny bit of Lockhart at the end of this minute, which is from, which is back to the theatrical cut. Him like revealing this, um, the cage that's covered. It's like a bird cage, and it's covered with like a purple tarp. And he says that he, it's his job to arm them against the foulest creatures known to wizard kind. We'll never know what it is. We'll never know. It's the end of the it's minute. The minute ends there. It. By the way, I just gotta say the the transition here. So like the edit, when they edit in back in the the stuff that was cut out, the transitions are real awkward. They yeah. they just feel really unnatural. Well, and it's you know the only versions of the movie that have extended cuts are the first two, the Chris Columbus ones, and it's because when ABC F- Family first purchased the rights to show the movies, they just like they wanted extended sequences back into the into the feature so that they had something like I guess unique or special like if you watch them here you'll see a cut you haven't seen before kind of thing uh-huh. and, and yeah it doesn't work the movie like there's a reason that they were cut and so like shoving them back in later doesn't they just got their intern to do it it sounds like yeah well it's weird because like on the one hand they are there are like awkward transitions on the other like there's a lot of stuff that's been cut that I kind of wish was still in the movie. Like we talked a little bit about Colin Creevy uh, last week, having a little bit more to say, talking about being a muggle or being a muggle born student. And then uh, we're going to get in a few weeks, spoilers for a few weeks, uh, Justin Finch Fletchley doing the same thing with Harry, which kind of pushes that storyline of like, Oh, maybe Harry Potter's the heir of Slytherin and he's the result of like what's going on, which the theatrical cut just doesn't deal with at all or Mm. uh, hardly at all. And so, like, I'm glad that those bits are in the movie, but even then they're, like, squished into the movie. (laughs) It's not great. I like the very end here when he says, 
the foulest creatures known to wizard kind that the cage jostles the way it does. There's like a, I don't know if there's like a guy under the table. They like rigged this so that this would happen practically. So the cage like actually dances around on this table, even though it's empty. And we'll talk, well, not empty. Yes, empty for the shooting purposes, not empty in the course of the movie, which we will talk about tomorrow. But that's all I have for today. How do you guys feel? Good. Yeah? Feel good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brian, I didn't ask you yesterday, but do you want to plug anything, your Twitter or any of that stuff? Oh, yeah. You can uh, find me on, on Twitter. Uh, it's at I hear Ramona sing. Yes. Because Speaking of, of Scott all Pilgrim. the Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. It's so good. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's all right. It. Awesome. Uh, everyone go That's follow That's all I got to say about that. Go follow Brian over there. And uh, follow us at HP Minute on Twitter and join our Harry Potter Minute in the Listener's Army group on Facebook, which I think is probably the best place to get in touch with us. We do most of our posting and all that over there. So join us and join the conversation and come back tomorrow as we talk about Minute 43 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Mischief, Mischief Managed. You know, it makes me super happy. We, I, I didn't keep them because they didn't... I think I stopped recording too early, but all week last week, both of our guests we had both did that at the end of both episodes. Yeah, it's like you can't <laughs> even help it. I know, I know. And it's like, it's funny because I don't think Victoria... Victoria, you don't listen, so you don't, like, know how, like, where the intro music dro- or outro music drops. But, like, I think that was, I think that was season one's cue, guys. I think it's different now. You guys, you guys are behind the times. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs>